want to get into some of the information on the uh, financial side. We got new GDP numbers, and I'm sure everyone's like, wow, that's amazing. Um, but they're important because it tells the story of where we are headed. And they are down, actually, a little bit more than the analysts expected. So our consumer spending is flat, right? And now any growth we have had is gone, wiped out, and the economy has officially stalled. And this is what the Bank of Canada wants. So I think Tiff Macklem, who runs the Bank of Canada, might be feeling a bit better today. But how does it impact us, the little guys? I mean, it's going to bring interest rates down, but then you're looking like, next June? Oh, my gosh. But what does it mean? You know, are we in recession, teetering on recession, not having recession? But, like, what does it mean for us little guys? Let us ask someone who would know. And that guy is, of course, Ian Lee, associate professor over at the Sprott School of Business at Carleton. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? Well, I'm good, thanks, until I get an understanding of what this <laughs> means. Because I think this is what the bank wanted, but is it what the average person is ready for. Uh, you're right. Uh, this is what the bank has been aiming for. They've been wanting to cool down the economy because of the inflation. Um, and uh, the inflation is coming down. It hasn't gone down to 2%, but it's, it's, it's going in the right direction. So it's not going up anymore. It's turned around. It is declining. It hasn't declined down to the 2 It's in the roughly approximately 3% range, depending which measure you use, because there are different ways of measuring it. Uh, so they're, they're, they're getting there. But the, the price they had to pay uh, in cooling it down was interest rates, as we all know. And um, as you and I have discussed before, I've discussed it with my students and so forth, you know, because there were people in Canada saying interest rates don't work. They're not going to cool the economy. And I was arguing for the last two, three years that, yes, they work. Uh, they worked in 1980. And some people are saying, well, that was then and this is now. They're not, they don't work today because times are different which is just specious nonsense because the, the principle of interest rates going up is, is based on arithmetic. If you put the rates up, you uh, have less money in your pocket because you're paying more money uh, from your income on higher rates, whether you're a business or an individual, on your mortgage, your car loan, whatever. So it takes money out of your pocket just like a tax increase. It acts just like a tax increase. It would, and it's the opposite of stimulation where you're putting money into the economy through deficit financing as the government is doing right now the federal government. So it cooled down the economy. It showed that interest rates have always been very powerful everywhere, everywhere in every country, as it's been studied to death. You put interest rates up, it cools down the economy. But to your point, Alex, I think the question they must be sitting there debating right now, I mean right now in downtown Ottawa, the Bank Canada, is, okay, uh, have we overshot? Is the economy going to continue to cool down and tip right. into recession? It's just on the edge, as you put it. It's not yet in recession, but it's awfully close. And they must be debating because they're looking at the data and deciding what are we going to do next. I think we can say this. Here's what you were asking about the meaning. I think we can. Uh, I think it's pretty clear now. We're not going to see another interest rate increase. So now the question is. Are they going to sit on the rates where they are and just wait to see how things unfold, how the economy unfolds going forward? Is it going to flatline at this very low rate of growth, or is it going to continue to go down? And I think that's the, you know, the $66 million question, because that, in turn, the answer to that is going to determine when they start to cut rates, when they start to reduce rates. And I think the... The more that the evidence, the greater that the evidence suggests that the economy is continuing to cool, 
the higher the probability or likelihood that they will be cutting rates sooner rather than later. Yeah, I saw a date possibly by April, but uh, June seems to yeah. be kind of the target date. It's still a really long time. You know, we yeah. are in, well, December. So this is months more of, um, you know, really yeah. kind of having either to stretch yourself thin if you're on a budget or trying to make these payments that are 10 times more than you thought. So I think if, for, for the average person, it's like, okay, I just want to know what I'm supposed to, yeah. you know, do for the next few months because we're going to get jobs numbers tomorrow. I assume those will be down to what, which is what yeah. the Bank of Canada wants. Yeah. And so yeah. if you're just an average person owning a house, trying to pay your mortgage, you want to go to the grocery store because all these costs come down much, much slower. When do we get relief? Because I know the spin today will be, well, everything's moving in the right direction. And if uh, tr Mr. Trudeau yeah. can clear this I, up, you know, in the next year, he could go to the election. <laughs> and I, I just don't see anything kind of getting back on his feet for another couple of years. Um, I, I don't do spin because I'm not a politician and I'm a tenured prof and I don't consult anybody. Uh, it's not going to happen tomorrow morning. You're absolutely right. I mean, they're predicting. I've got the forecast. They're predicting 06 now, this is real after inflation, but 0.6% GDP increase, that's a half of a point, is very, very small. So, to your point, I don't think, well, you know, that song, Happy Days Are Here Again, don't start singing that anybody in 2024. Save that song for 2025 or maybe even 2026. Mm. But we will not be whistling that song or humming it in 2024. Uh, we're looking at another year of... Um, very, uh, I don't want to say grim, like it's the Great Depression or anything like that, but we're looking at the next 12 months. They're not going to be happy times. Uh, what does that mean? Because we're starting to see bankruptcies. We're st I mean, you've got yes. masterminds That's gone right. to business, a lot of retail right. movement. Yeah. I mean, consumer spending is down. Yeah. Big time. And we're, we're going to see more bankruptcies in 2024. Uh, we're going to see some people selling their house because they can't afford the mortgage payment when it came up for renewal. There's going to be some uh, of that. I don't, I'm not predicting there's going to be a massive increase in, uh, in mortgage defaults. I hear this all the time. And I'm a former mortgage manager. I lived through the 20% interest rates of the late 70s, early 80s. And the last thing you, anybody defaults on, because consumers are very rational, sure. The last thing they default on is their mortgage or rent because nobody wants to live in a snowbank in January. It's not very fun. So what you, what you will see, though, you will see are a, a dramatic increase in defaults on credit cards, on utility bills, unsecured loans, finance company loans. That's where you see the delinquency go up very, very dramatically. You won't see it in mortgages. And for anybody who says, I don't believe that, when interest rates hit 20% in Canada, the national, required by law to report the delinquency, every branch of every bank, the national mortgage delinquency rate in Canada went from 0.5 to exactly 1, meaning 99% of Canadians continued to make their mortgage payment when rates were at 20. Yeah, right oh, yeah. Now, 21 as, as speak, my parents, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right now as I speak in this country, this very second right now, the delinquency ratio is 0.15. That means 99.85% of all Canadians with a mortgage are making their mortgage on time. Now, I'm not trying to trivialize this. There's people out there hurting, hurting big time. But how they deal with it is, as I've said many, many times, it's the bank of mom and dad. Now, not everybody has a bank of mom and dad. Some parents, some people, young people have a, a parents that have money that help them, and they will get that help because that's, the record shows that. Those that have parents that don't have enough money to help them, well, they'll do there's other solutions. They'll go to the bank. bank will extend the amortization, or they will sell the house. There's multiple ways to slice and dice, but you don't see the mortgage delinquency going through the roof on mortgages. People will default on other 
things that they owe money on long before they'll default on a mortgage. But that's not to trivialize the fact that they're going to hurt. They're going to be hurting a lot in 2024. Yeah, it's uh, not necessarily going to be an easy new year, but um, can't say we weren't warned and boy, oh boy. All right, we'll keep an eye on it. Thanks for uh, summing this all up for me, Ian. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. There you go. All right, Ian Lee breaking things down, so got to tighten our belt again.